Beyond the Mask is made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. With almost two decades of experience, the firm guides CRNAs through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 855-304-3748 or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Beyond the Mask, innovation and opportunities for CRNAs with Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce. We know you spend your day caring for your patient's best interests. On our show, we want to care for you. Join us as we leave the operating room and learn the latest in the CRNA industry. Beyond the Mask starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, Welcome to Beyond the Mask. I'm Jeremy Stanley, and I've been working with CRNAs for over 23 years, and I'm married to one. And my co-host is... Sharon Pierce. Sharon's a practicing CRNA for over 20 years, a past president of the ANA, the NCANA, and she's held many other leadership roles. As usual, our goal with every episode is to educate and enlighten CRNAs, and I think our topic today is definitely going to do that. And Sharon, what time is it? It's time to wake up, Jeremy. I think it is. Well, Sharon... Back in the studio again. It's dark outside. Yes, it is. It's cold. 20 degrees. Yeah. God, I'm dreaming of warmer places these Well, days. hey, I just got back from Arizona. It was yeah, 70 degrees out there. Jeez, I know. You didn't remember anything that happened out there. but Oh, that's not that, true. You know, I so. remember texting with you at 4.30 in the morning whenever my body thought <laughs> it was were, on the East Coast I couldn't believe you time. were up that early. But, uh, <laughs> well, we had things to get done. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got a great episode planned for you today, and I'm excited about this one. Oh, I, I am this too. this is good stuff. I'm thinking it's going to motivate me. You know, going to school this past Telling year, you. I've just been horrible with my physical fitness and yeah. these these ladies are going to motivate me i yeah. just know it i'm probably going to go home get on the treadmill there you go <laughs> so we have jamie chamberlain and jamie bailey affectionately known as jc and jb welcome guys hi, hi. that was almost <laughs> in unison <laughs> I like it. So our topic today is going to be balancing fit. And, you know, I, I have a hard time balancing that. Now, I, I actually go to a, a trainer these days because if I try to do it on my own, other than maybe trying to fit in two days of cardio a week, I have to go see him three days a week. And it's tough. And now you both are CRNAs. And why don't you give us a little bit about your background, how long you've been a CRNA, and how you two know each other, and how you got started doing this. Okay, this is JC, and I am 41 years old. I've been a CRNA for 10 years. Matter of fact, in May, I will have been a nurse for 20 years. So, Oh, wow. Okay. I, waited a few, I waited a little while before I decided to go back to school, but so now I've been working in the same place for the last 10 years, and that's where Jamie and I actually met. I am married. I have a son that is 29 and a daughter that's 22 almost 23 they're both like med students yeah they're both my my son is a radiology resident in his fourth year and then my daughter will start school in august wow. um a do school so Wonderful. very very proud of them too yeah yes, and awesome. i'm um, jamie bailey so i have 
a four-year-old and an 18-month-old. Very busy with that. Been a CRNA for nine years. I graduated the year behind Jamie and my significant other and Jamie actually went to school together. So I kind of followed behind them. And then we worked together. Yeah. We worked together for probably almost five years before we, I mean, we were acquaintances at work, you know, spoke and, but we didn't hang out outside of work at all and really weren't really good friends until we actually started working out together. Wow. So um, how did that happen? To the gym. Uh-huh. Well, she was going to the gym before work and I think we had seen like cross paths at the gym occasionally. Like, you know, we would go each individually get on the treadmill and sit there and walk or run for 30 minutes and then we would see each other later at work. So one day she asked me to come meet her and oh, you, you should really come. Yeah. And ever since then, and that was in 2014 and pretty much ever since then we've been working out together. She's been through two pregnancies with me. So. <laughs> that is a true friend, right? Goes through true That's a true friend, especially when we walk in the morning. Yeah. And uh, the elliptical for like five months straight. <laughs> oh my and God. All that she wanted to do. Yeah. Oh so anyway, yeah. We, we bonded over, over an elliptical. elliptical. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, goodness. So you know you, how busy we are as CRNAs. It's oh. hard to find free time to actually even hang out with your friends sometimes. So we kind of combined those two things and became really good friends. I think that's amazing. So you work out early in the morning, I take it. Yes, we normally meet at the gym at 4.15 a.m. Oh, my God. And we are starting our workouts by 4.22 almost every single morning. And we know this because we document it on our social media account. So um, a lot of people, they've gotten to where, like, we're their wake-up call. They they are or trying to decide if they want to get up out of bed or snooze their alarm, and they'll look and say, oh, well, you know, the Jamies are working out already, so I better get up and go. <laughs> I like it. our stories so, live. So. so what time do you guys go to bed? Because, uh, you know, my wife gets up. She's a CRNA as well, and, you know, she gets up pretty early, but, I mean, if she's not asleep by 9.30 or 10, her getting up that early is tough. What, what time do you guys go to bed? I am generally in bed by 8.30 and try to be asleep by 9. Now, if I get a chance to get in bed earlier than that, I definitely do. And same here. I have the baby down probably by 6.45 and my four-year-old by 7.15. Yeah. So, and then I'm in bed by eight thirty, and so we are, you know, pretty strict with that bedtime routine. That's the key. Yeah, you're dealing with issues there too. I mean, children, spouses, life, and you know, you're dedicating yourself to this lifestyle. And what do you think? Right. What do you think the key to maybe getting started down this path is? I think it is. Well, part of it, you know, my family kind of had a hard time with that as far as. You know, you're going to bed already, and I would find myself staying up later, and then I was in a bad mood. I would still get up and go, but then, you know, my mood was, you know, not very good after a few days of, you know, only getting six and a half hours of sleep. So then we slowly, like, trained ourselves. Now my family, like, even my 22-year-old daughter goes to bed at, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock, and she gets up in the morning and works out, too, now. My husband has started getting up in the morning and working out. So it's kind of yeah. been, you know, a snowball effect for my entire family. Right. And my Michael has always, he's always been really into fitness. So he's always gotten up at 4 a.m. And there, I think for years we've been together and I've watched him, you know, get up and go to the gym. And then 
it's like, you know, when you have that positive influence in your life or you see someone else doing it, you kind of have to really make the decision for yourself, though. This is what I want to do. And then things like sacrificing things, television at night. So maybe instead of staying up late to watch that show, save it for the weekend, shift that time into your morning, be productive. You know, and when you work out in the mornings, you feel good all day long. And once you get used to that, you love it. And that's what I wanted to add was, so the, the mornings that I decide to sleep in, like, oh, well, I'm going to wait and work out later or I'm not going to work out today, I find that it changes my entire mood. Like, I go to work, I'm still, you know, tired. I don't feel awake. When I go work out, I'm energized. I'm in a good mood. It's contagious for those around me right. as well. So do you We're work out five waters. days a week? Usually, yes. Yeah. Now, you know, we we work on a shift work kind of pattern, well, a number system So, like, if we're the late person for that day, I may decide to sleep. Like, if I don't have to go to work until, say, 9 a.m., I may sleep, you know, an extra hour, hour and a half in the morning. Or I may decide, like, I'm really tired. Like, I've just, I need a day off. My body's tired. And then I will skip a day. But generally, we're doing something five days a week, Mm -hmm. at least. Mm -hmm. That's great. So, how do you stay motivated? We get that. That That's probably our... Our number one question is what time do you go to bed? And our number two question is how do you stay motivated? There you go. And well, we're the answer to that is you don't. Nobody stays motivated all the time. It really comes down to what your habits are. And I think that's the biggest thing we've been preaching at the, the first of the year is everybody is so, you know, everybody is on this train. Everybody wants to eat better and, you know, exercise. But you really, to stick with it, you have to establish good habits. You have to make it where you're going to be consistent. And, and it's, you're not going to be perfect. You know? But, yeah, once you do it long enough, then your eyes open at 3.40 a.m. You know, not every day, but it becomes so ingrained in you that you look forward to that. You're like, I know this is going to make me feel better. So I want to do it versus feeling like I have to do it. And on the days that you really, really don't want to do it, you get up and go anyway because that's just your routine. As and I try to tell people, it's like brushing your teeth. You're not going to just not brush your teeth in the morning before you go to work. It's just part of your daily routine, mm-hmm. and it becomes and it that. is hard. It is hard in the beginning. Just so stick with it. Do each of you keep the other one accountable because it's both of you? I mean, one so, Jamie wouldn't want to let the other <laughs> Jamie down, right? So we're we're very competitive people and you know just our nature what so your crnas often, and you're competitive <laughs> I mean, come on. so often it was i will okay so we have apple watches and we're friends on our apple watches i don't know if jamie jb does it or not but i will often check her activity and be like okay she's kicking I butt know, i need I know to know she's checking my activity <laughs> no i need to i need to i need to pick it up you know or or i'll even look on our Instagram, our stories, and see what workouts she did. You know, if we're not meeting that morning, like, what did she do? So, yeah, we definitely use each other for motivation. Nice, nice. Now, you guys on Instagram have about 51,000 followers, so it's not just you looking at it. There's about 50,000 other people looking at your stories every day, huh? And we try to, even when we don't want to, like, you know, 4 a.m. is not always a good look for you and being the camera, you know, <laughs> turning the camera on, you know, on Instagram. All of these fitness influencers are, they're full makeup, perfect outfit. It's just, 
for us, we really uh, try to keep it as realistic as possible. So, yeah, you're not going to get glam at 4 a.m. in the morning. Like, this is us. <laughs> we're real people. We have kids. We're going to work, you know, full time. So, And we have really found that people enjoy people they can relate to. Like, you, we, we've gotten the comment so many times, we love you guys because you're so real. <laughs> we never know how to take that. <laughs> we're like, you're, yeah, you're right. We're real bags under our eyes and everything, you know. But they feel like, they feel like we're, okay, we work. We have full-time jobs. We have families. And yet we still make the time, you know, to take for ourselves. Right. So, and that was how we initially started sharing. If somebody sees this and it motivates them to get out of bed, you know, just to help them get that jump start, then we're doing something good. Yeah. So, yeah. so tell right. us and about your Instagram said. page. Tell us what it is so our listeners can go to it and follow okay. you guys. And tell us about how it got started and how it's grown. Okay. So we are balancing.fit. And we originally had two separate Instagram accounts. I had my own and Jamie had hers. And then, you know, what we were working out every day. We were recording, you know, workouts. And both coming home and kind of trying to throw something together before work to post and motivate others. And so we decided that it would be easier for us to join our account together. And it kind of just grew from there. Like we would, um, we are part of a, or with the app we use, our workouts are on the sweat app. And um, it's become a big, big women's community. So the trainers on there are are really about women empowerment and just the whole community is very supportive of each other. And that's, we've made so many friends over the past what, five, four or five years. Yeah. And uh, so that's how we grew really is by connecting with others who are doing the same kind of workouts we were. And right. then we would just, you know, we would find people that were doing the workout. We would just encourage them, send them messages. They would do the same to us. And it just, from there so what about eating you know my wife and i we do we're paleo so you know we eat paleo or we try to eat as clean as we can you know we'll do a whole 30 every once in a while and so forth is there anything that you guys do from an eating standpoint that kind of keeps you motivated with this as well and does your whole family kind of buy into that we eat pretty pretty healthy and in, in my house and it's pretty easy when everybody's on on board with that you know the hard part is when you have soccer in the evenings or, you know, right. you've worked a long shift. It's Meal like, prep. I don't have time to cook. <laughs> right. So one of the things that we do is eat out a lot. And fast food, I mean, that's the, that's the world we live in today. So really, it's just about making the healthiest choices that you can make sometimes. And uh, Jamie, as far as you guys, I mean, we've experimented with all kinds of uh, different styles of eating. And that is something that is really controversial with especially Instagram right now, diet culture and right. different things. So we don't really, we almost try to avoid it talking yeah, about we it. Kind of, we tiptoe around it right. for sure. Yeah. And it's not that, it's not that we're trying to hide anything. It's just that everyone judges anything you say. So if I say somebody to somebody that I'm tracking my calories and I'm trying to stay in a calorie deficit and what a calorie deficit is for me and for you is going to be very different. Right. But if I told somebody that I eat 1,600 calories a day, then the next person would be saying, oh, you can't live on that. That's, you know, not enough to survive and grow. And, right. and so there's so many different ways out there. And even food. I try to share food. Basic, simple fairly healthy recipes that you can make under 30 minutes and we'll always get a comment like well that's not that's 
soy is not good for you or, you know, <laughs> things like that. So it's, <laughs> are like, they, are, are you concerned with the, our like pre-packaged uh, protein shake that we opened? Like the ingredients in there and things like that. And was like, we just try to bake this as easy as possible. You know, I don't, I may show you my grilled chicken salad, but I also, I didn't show you the chocolate chip cookie that I ate right after it. <laughs> not because I'm, Nobody ever shows not because that. I'm hiding it or I'm uh, ashamed of it, but because, you know, so then somebody will say, well, you know, why are you eating that? And it's just, it's just a hard, we try to give good nutritional advice that is kind of, I think like, like you're doing the whole 30, that's great. You're eating real food and that, that's really the key. Right. It's just to eat things that have, you know, good nutritional value. And it is, the thing is, we're so busy these days and we slip down this slope, I think, where you just kind of stop paying attention to it and just eat convenience. And it's not always the healthiest choice. Right. You know. Well, uh, and, you know, I think the other thing is, is, is so much I emphasis. I just going to say, we've found things that work for us. And we've, we're kind of creatures of habit, so we eat very similar foods all the time. Um, I think we're very regimented during the week, breakfast, lunch. You know, I make a meal prep for lunch. I, you know, we'll sometimes drink a shake for breakfast. And then dinner, I don't know. It may be, who knows. But, you know, <laughs> the weekend, you we will have you. wine. We have ice cream and pizza. So, well, that's good. That dude. sounds good Balance. too. You know. Well, you know, I think the whole idea here is, you know, you're not trying to be perfect, and so many times, what you find right. with Instagram and a lot of the social media, and even even what just regular media portrays, is this idea of being perfect and what's perfect for one person isn't perfect for someone else and i think people have to as you said earlier develop habits that will lead you down the right path of what you want to accomplish and the goals that you have for yourself and i think that might be the key into what you're saying exactly that sounds exactly right (laughs) yeah yeah and and you know the other thing is is you two are you know balancing each other you're you're motivating each other and keeping each other going and it sounds like you've got a good support network around you so that also um, makes it a little easier and i hope you make it fun how do you make it fun oh we definitely make it fun (laughs) well we keep each other in check of what our own personal goals are too because we don't always feel great you know i mean we work out all the time and we feel good about what we're doing but you know how it is sometimes you feel like you're not on the the track you want to be or whatever and then we'll keep each other in check like okay so what is it you want to you know what is it you're not happy about Jamie often tells me that okay so what are we going to do about this so and, and that's good to have a good support system and that's what we try to give to our followers that don't maybe have somebody to meet or whatever we try to be that friend for them on social media that's great. And, you know, how did you guys transition from maybe doing just cardio to incorporating strength training and so forth? I think, well, for one thing, with strength training, we saw someone's picture on Instagram and were very, very motivated by their physique and changes that they were able to make postpartum and things like that. And so we were very interested in what she was doing. And that's like, we consider her our personal trainer now. She's on the sweat app, but um, Kelsey Wells, if anybody wants to go check her out, definitely look her up. And um, she's done incredible things and she's made us fall in love with strength training and weight training and not being scared. Cause a lot of people are scared, especially women 
are scared of weight, scared of getting bulky, scared of, you know, manly. We've heard all kind of different things. And she's made us realize that we can get the benefits of uh, weight training, which I, I like. Just, you know, I'm in my 40s now, but strong bones. Uh, yeah. The posture, you know, developing muscles for hips and knees and everything. and back. You know, those kind of things as a nurse, you know, you take for granted having a strong back and core. Yeah. And those things are connected. And, you know, we're, our jobs can be very physical sometimes. Not always. You know, we're sitting a lot. But sometimes we are pushing stretchers and and that, you know, takes a toll on your body. So it's good to be as strong as you can be. We're not getting any younger here. <laughs> so, and we found that we could lift weight and, you know, improve, uh, you know, not only those things, but also, right. you know, physique-wise as well. And we really like her message in yes. general. She's very positive And, uh, you know, it's more than just aesthetics. It's right. about feeling good. Yeah, I just looked her up. She must fitness. be pretty positive with 2.6 million followers. She, wow, so. <laughs> Right. Yes. And I mean, she always has the same exact message. She's always trying to get you to feel proud of what you do right now. And every day when I open my app, she's already planned my workout for me. She tells me exactly what I need to do, what I need to do next until the end. So I, you know, I'm busy all day, you know, taking care of patients. The last thing I want to do is write down what I want to do at the gym. And I don't want to go in there and not know what to do and waste my time either. So that's, you know, kind of, she knows how to challenge us. So she's on the sweat app. Tell us a little bit about this. So you can pick your trainer on the sweat app or how does that work? Yes. So they've grown. Uh, I think the app actually has been out four years and it started with um, three trainers and Kayla, we we messed up her last name. She's from Australia. She, her and her fiance, Toby Pierce, developed the sweat app and um they got kelsey wells they added her as a trainer and then they have one Chantel duncan stephanie sanzo and so there's basically something out there for everybody on one app so you pay one monthly fee or we pay by the year Mm -hmm. so it's a 120 dollars a year so if i break that down it's ten dollars a month right Right. So for that, I can do like hit style training. I can do like plyometric style training. I can do strength training or I can do build. Like if you, you want to do powerlifting style training and they have yoga on there. So at any point in time, I can do any of those workouts. And we've been using that app since it came out. Oh, wow. And they are continually adding weeks and adding workouts to it. So you can never say that I don't know what to do or I can't find something that I want to do. I mean, even if you just have 15 minutes and you want to do something quick, it's on there. They have wow. an endless amount of workouts. So. Cool. That cool. sounds awesome. So, so do other CRNA colleagues or other CRNAs um, connect with you, and do you find that you know, you're kind of motivating them as well? Do they ask you for advice? Not only CRNAs, the, the nurses, the scrub techs, mm-hmm. um, the housekeeping staff. I mean, stay-at-home mom. <laughs> like, we, we get questions from somebody just about every day. And we've had people that have started doing the specific app or just started their own workout, working out in the mornings before work. So I, I think it's very motivating to be around other people who are, well, you know, they say surround yourself with, you know, the five people that you're surrounded with the most right. are the people that influence you. And you can almost now with social media pick, 
you know, who you follow every day, what kind of message they're giving you, the vibes, that that influences you. I mean, our heads, if you look around, people's heads are just stuck in their phones now. So Absolutely. That is where you're getting that energy from. Well, that's so. their workout time, but it's on the phone, <laughs> you know? Look, check your screen time and then tell me you don't have time to work out. Exactly. It sounds like you've used that before, by the way. But um, So what do you tell somebody? I mean, in the nicest way possible. <laughs> that was good, though. I, I like it. I like it. But what do you tell somebody that says, you know, I haven't worked out in years, you know, how do they get started? How do you tell them to get started and what's the process? Get out of the bed. <laughs> Besides get off your phone and get out of the bed. And, right. You know, but, you know. Um, I usually tell people if they haven't worked out in years, they're out of shape. I usually tell them to go for a walk. Yeah. Do something physical and try to do it three days a week for at least 30 minutes. Start there. Don't don't start saying I'm going to I'm going to go every day. I'm going to work out, you know, for an hour. And I'm going to go, like, straight to this big program. You don't – I mean, you can if you want to, but you don't have to. The The key is to get your, yourself moving, and then you start craving more. You know, when you start with a walk, add, you know, a little jog, go for a bike ride. You know, do anything like that, but right. find something that interests you. If it's weight training, then by all means, head to the weight. But just find something that you're going to look forward to going back to the next day and the next day. I think that book Atomic Habits, I just read that and that was really good. And what he talked about was, okay, if you want to, you know, start with the walk, just put your shoes on every day at the same time, your tennis shoes, and then build up to, you know, five minutes. You don't have to go, yeah, I think people try to say they want to change everything at once and then that, they get overwhelmed and then they just quit. Right. And it's better just to small steps. That's what I always tell people. So don't work on your diet and your exercise all in the same week. Like, don't say, okay, I'm going to start this. I'm going to I'm gonna change my diet. I'm going to go to the gym every day. I say pick one of those. Do one of those for a week or two. Once you kind of, like, get in the habit, you know, you're starting to develop these habits, then you add something else. You add something little every day, every week. But don't try to change everything in your life all at once because you're going to get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Ah, very yeah. good point. Recipe I've got a friend, disaster. Jean Stawicki. She's a nurse anesthetist. And she's actually in the Guinness World Book of Records. She decided to start running when she was about 40 years of age. She smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. She said if they would have let her smoke in the OR, she would have. And she bought her some running shoes. And I asked her, I said, how far could you run? She said, to my mailbox. (laughs) That was as far as she could get. She wound up running seven marathons in seven continents in the shortest aggregate time of any female she started mountain climbing when she was 52 and was the oldest woman to summit all seven summits and she actually credits all of this to being a crna and how your mind works as a crna Mm. she's absolutely phenomenal that is incredible. It's a great story. Look her, look her up on her on her website. I think it's seven and seven is Jean yeah, uh, Stawicki. Yeah. But excellent, excellent speaker. If you ever get an opportunity to hear, very. And I, I love hearing stories like that. That's great. I mean, because you can really start at any time, mm-hmm. any time. Absolutely. You know, if you make your mind up and you really want something, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Well, guys, this has been great. This is all good stuff and and things that that our listeners definitely need to know. You know we hope they look you guys up on balancing.fit on Instagram. And um, is there anything that you'd like to conclude on as we kind of wrap things up? Just do just it. Go. Just start. <laughs> just start. Yeah. Pick one thing today or, and, and just start. Yeah. And stop making excuses. And that's what I, I like to tell people. They're like, well, um, next week I'm going to start on Monday. I, no, <laughs> you start today. <laughs> mm, very yeah. good today. Point. Monday you're going to think of some reason not to. So you start today. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you guys also said that, you know, social media and, and has helped your journey and connecting with people. I think that's a big key and, and being around like-minded people because, you know, unfortunately in our society, people are like crabs in a bucket. They see somebody trying to get out and they're going to reach up and pull you down and you need to be around people who will push you, push you and drive you. And, and not that most of our listeners are like you guys. They're, they're somewhat self-motivated, if not a lot self-motivated, but it's still hard when, when people are trying to pull you back down. So you guys are doing Absolutely. a great job, and congratulations on, on all your accomplishments. And, and maybe I'll Thank get you. to meet you ladies at a AANA meeting coming yeah, up. It'd be nice to meet you. We'd love that. Yes. would be very nice. Thank yes. you guys so much for having us. Absolutely. We really appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Sharon, I think it's a wrap. I think it is. Well, we want to thank our listeners for listening to Beyond the Mass with Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our other episodes on iTunes and leave us a review. Only if it's positive. Until next time. It's a wrap. Today's show was made possible by the folks at CRNA Financial Planning, an independent consulting firm that offers financial planning services exclusively to CRNAs and their families. From planning for a child's future college expenses to building a predictable income stream in retirement, the firm is committed to offering you comprehensive financial services, customized to fit your unique needs and objectives. If you have questions about your financial future, get them answered. Call the team at 855-304-3748. That's 855-304-3748. Or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. And thanks for your support of Beyond the Mask. Hi, this is Jackie Rolls, President of the International Federation of Nurse Anesthetists and President and Founder of Our Hearts, Your Hands, a global anesthesia support community that takes donations to allow nurse anesthetists in low and middle income countries to go to educational programs, buy equipment, or textbooks. Your donations are tax deductible, and we would appreciate your support. OSA EMR is a free anesthesia EMR developed by CRNAs that you can download and use on an iPad. Our nonprofit mission is to make sure that solo and small practice CRNAs can digitally record their anesthetics. To learn more, visit OSAEMR.com to download and consider donating to our cause. Remember, for CRNAs, data is destiny. 
Like what you're hearing? Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere you like to listen to shows. Also, be sure to check out beyondthemaskpodcast.com. Each episode is posted there with a corresponding blog post, and we timestamp important parts of the episode to help you quickly get to the content you're looking for. Also, check out the special series section on the site. You can follow along and catch up on the CRNA History Series, episodes specifically about political conversations in the industry, or try the CRNA Personal Finance Series. It's all on beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And if you have a question for the show or want to be a guest or even suggest a particular topic, fill out the contact form on the site or send an email directly to us at info at beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And lastly, let's take the conversation social. Check out our Beyond the Mask podcast Facebook page and Facebook group.